Welcome to the Backrooms Podcast, where today's episode is centered all around cooperation. I wish my boss would cooperate and give me more money. I wish my girlfriend's dog would cooperate and stop waking me up at 5.30 in the goddamn morning. I wish my friends and colleagues would cooperate and stop telling me that I drink too much caffeine and huff too much candle wax. We all want things. But let's sit down, try to have a conversation about some ways that we can cooperate better in our video games. I hope you're better at it than I am. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Jack and Jill went up the hill to take a jolly shit. Then Jill fell down and shit all around, and Jack said... That was lit. There we go. Oh. Welcome, everyone. Okay. <laughs> See, I was, I, I was told to just... Just say that that was lit when I pointed and I In, decided to cue. comply. Yeah. Uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody. You Sunshine punched and... me in the face. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Sunshine and dandelions. How you doing? And How you doing? Good. I'm doing good. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm tying my fingers behind my spine. Behind your spine? Yeah. Well, behind the spine Excuse and me? the spinal cord? Like... Because, like, what if you get your hands tied between, like, your spine? So I don't... Well, doesn't your could... spine have, like, little, like... And you can, like, put your fingers, like, grooves in between. You're like, oh, like... What if you were, like, so, emaciated like... enough that your vertebrae, like, st- stuck through the skin and then you could use them as, like, a coat hanger? See, if you lay down, does it become a hortebrae? Because it's, like, horizontal. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you know what? I-, I learned recently that the reason it's called an epidural... Is because the fluid. Oh, when they it, put the needle in your yeah, spine. It, the fluid that is in your spine is called epidural fluid. Oh. So they call it an epidural. That's like the the like, not that's the non proper name for it because it, it's going into your epidural. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. The more you know. Fun fun fact. Wow. But um, but yeah, I think uh, that was a good episode, guys. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you yeah. for joining. <laughs> you know, I I what I really like about this podcast because I I just listened to like all of them recently and what i do like about this podcast is that it's fairly replayable because we don't really talk about things that are like current events maybe barring two or three episodes i feel like we talk about topics that you can kind of just re-listen to on a whim bearing that in mind we are timeless diablo 4 just came out (laughs) no we are no longer timeless (laughs) it did it's so good i'm so i'm excited to play it uh i'm gonna wait to play it until Brian finishes it so I can play it with someone. You can play it with me. I feel like the game is it's so fucking big. Like That's it's it's big and it's also non-linear in terms of its progression. Like you can progress different parts of the campaign. Oh yeah, but I thought others. you said you wanted to play it solo first. I probably do, but we can but do like other stuff in the interim. I want to take my time with this game. Yeah, I waited I, 11 years for this I, game, I, and I will I mean, probably wait like 20 years before the next one comes out. I'm going to take hmm. my fucking time. One thing I will say is hard. I don't know if things... It, it feels different from the server slam like two weeks ago. I, I think they definitely descaled like the loot drop, and enemies definitely hit a little bit harder because I'm getting my, that's my shit pushed in. It's hard. I like that. All right, I'm going to probably... Tangent, I'll but... Probably, I'll probably install it later today or tomorrow or the next day, because I'm still stuck on Tears of the Kingdom. Me too. You know? Like, yeah. I think I'm I think I'm only, like, halfway through it at this point, because, like, I, I just keep finding shit. 
like I just found another another main quest line that I didn't even know would have existed. And I'm another like, main quest line, yeah, so not like, a side quest. Like, so they have they have side quests, side adventures, shrine quests, and then main quests. That is fucking semantics. What is this bullshit? <laughs> Well, because like you pass by stuff, and it's like, oh, a guy needs help setting up a sign, or you like, you, oh, you find a shrine, but you can't actually go into it to do the challenge. You actually have to like build the shrine or yeah. find the thing to make it yeah. work. And it's like there's different types of those quests. Yeah. So like the main quest. Why are you actively getting older? <laughs> <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, but uh, these these are these are not games we're talking about. I think. No. Not How will you guys the... play Diablo 4 together? Through Co- what feature? Cooperatively. Co-op. <laughs> I think Co-op. that's 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 the focus of, of what we want to talk about. I think... Uh... You think. I think. But I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I... <laughs> um, Brian, <laughs> continue, please. <Hello. laughs> Take over. Um... I'll I'll tag in. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, video games are really cool. No, so <laughs> I was the- gonna say, um, one thing that kind of piqued my interest and made me want to talk about this is me and two of our other friends, Alec and Nick, have been playing Payday Two over the past like week or so. Um, and if anybody doesn't know, Payday Two is Basically, a it's like if GTA, the heists, if somebody made a game like exclusively about heisting. It is a bank robbery, jewelry store robbery, nuclear warhead robbery. That's pretty. Th- I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it is that kind of a game. Now, and this game came out in 2000, 10 years ago, actually, 2013. It is. And also, Payday 3 is also coming out this year. They're making a Payday 3? <laughs> they are making a oh, Payday 3. I hope the controls are better. Dude, Diablo 4, Payday 3, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. This is going to be a good fucking year. Yes, it is. I'm excited for Armored Core, but that's digression. So, um, what kind of made me want to talk about this was I I was playing it before I convinced them to start playing with me. I had been playing it maybe for like a week or so prior, um, playing it single player. And the single player will allow you to play with AI teammates. And I was noticing that there was a distinct difference between how smoothly the heists went when I was playing single player with bots and how more chaotic it was when I introduced Alec and Nick in. And my initial thought was, okay, more players, more active, like, thinking players that can help me out and be strategic with things. And it was almost like the entirely opposite. <laughs> well, is that is that is that a byproduct of the game or the people? So that's kind of where I'm getting at because I thought in my head it would be easier to do a lot of these heists with more players. And what I found is that it was actually more challenging mm-hmm. in a good way. It wasn't right. like, oh, it was frustrating or annoying, but it, it actually proved to be a more of a challenge to play with more players because the AI... Um, the the teammate AI is fairly competent for the most part. Um, like they're very accurate. Um, they never run out of ammo, which is a big thing. Hmm. They <laughs> and also generally know what to do with objectives and it, things. Well, that so that's kind of. I'm, yes, I'm feeling like all over the place, but 
why I thought it would be easier to play with players is because there's a lot of things that the AI can't do. The AI cannot really interact with objectives. So a lot of the stuff you kind of have to do yourself and they'll mostly kind of just cover you. They're basically basically just extra guns for, to watch your back while you do most of the heavy lifting. So I thought having more players that could work together and tackle objectives would make things go smoother. What I found was the reality is now I'm dealing with players who can make mistakes, who maybe are not quite as laser accurate as the AI are, right. and can run out of ammo. And when I'm playing by myself, I don't have to worry about sharing ammo with all the, That's the AI. True. I can just run around and pick up whatever's on the floor. And what happened was it got to a point where like we each kept subsequently running out of ammo and we had to be like, Nick, Nick, there's ammo on the floor over here. You grab this one. You grab that one. Alec, you grab the ammo over here. Because we were out of like ammo bags and couldn't restock our supplies. So we were like on our last legs trying to complete this <laughs> heist. And it was chaotic. Like our hearts were pounding by the end of this the, the heist. So that that just kind of got my gears turning and thinking like how do other games tackle co-op multiplayer? Is it is it easier? Is it more challenging to play with other players? What do you guys think? Do you have any kind of examples that you've thought of yeah. where that that's a similar instance? I I have examples. I think a big thing about it though is like you, you have to ask the question what's what what is when a developer makes a game both solo and co-op, right? So either campaigns, payday, um, like what's the goal of each is like sometimes you introduce co-op into a game to make it easier for people. Sometimes you add the co-op not with no like difficulty intentions, maybe to make it harder. Um, sometimes it's just to share an experience, a exactly. thematic experience, like a story yeah. or campaign. So I, I'd say it's like it depends on the, the, the goal of the game's developers. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think I have specific examples. Uh, the Borderlands series heavily incentivizes you to play co-op. Um, and it has interesting quirks. And I, I have a lot more experience with the first and second um, and a bit of the pre-sequel. So like the earlier first three of games, which I loved. A loot and shoot type game, which um, is sort of that cyclical you know, uh, I, I need to kill something so I get more stuff. Then I can kill things faster to get more yeah. stuff faster and kill things. It's like, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but the game has four. Each of the games generally have four base classes that have different skill trees and different special abilities or functions that you can use. Uh, and because each of the classes are generally set up pretty differently, that it generally pays off to have different people joining in a co-op session with different classes so they can contribute in different ways so some person in, uh helps with support or some person helps uh with like a targeted damage like on single singular enemies like bosses and stuff or another person gives like defensive things uh or someone's good with crowd control um right or, you know other stuff yeah. like that but as you add players the game adds more enemies and the enemies get harder and so um but you also have the flip side of now you have someone you can that can revive you if you go down mm. um so the game 
scales difficulty with the player count and also with like the aggregate level of the player but that's also an issue that becomes a big that can become a big issue is level discrepancy so say like you and i are playing the game maybe over the weekend i play a lot more and then like i level my character up 10 or 15 levels and when we try to play together we effectively can't now because the level discrepancy is so big that um damage scaling in that game is kind of exponential where like it, it instead a of lot it, of like, games yeah. end up like especially like loot shooters like that it's like oh every you know some amount of levels my damage effectively doubles and then that doubles and then that doubles so someone that's 10 or 15 levels below me is doing inconsequential damage compared to me i've seen other games handle that well where they will give under leveled players like temporary stat bonuses to become a little bit more comparable with some of the higher level players in the in the game or vice versa they'll give stat uh nerfs to the people who are over leveled compared right. to everybody else they See, try to make like an average of everybody yeah. so that I it's more like of a that. consistent Borderlands experience does not do that i i do not well, like that actually ryan like i i've thought about that a lot because like i understand the reason to do that you want people to be able to play together and share that experience uh i guess that you know it does it does depend on the goal of the developer but at the same time like if it almost trivializes yeah, you for exactly. putting more time into the game. Exactly. Like I, I think back to, bef- so like, uh, wh- I know I talk about it once in a while. For, for a game I haven't played in so long, World of Warcraft, there was you know a time when, in order to be in a dungeon or a raid, not not the raids, but in a dungeon, it was like you had to be within five levels of like so sixty five to uh, sixty six to seventy, let's say mm-hmm. whatever. You were 66, you were not going to be as helpful as the 70s and the 69s, which yeah. could be a bad and a good thing. You know, bad because people might kick you or, you know, that 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 is part of the problem. But at the same time, why am I going for level 69, 70 if I'm just doing the same thing as them normalized damage anyway? Um, Division does that as well. Um, well, with the normalizing? Yeah. Kind of- um it's, i personally don't don't like it's it. a gift and a curse honestly i wish it was sort of a i don't know either a toggleable thing or you could have different i guess game modes or game states that you could you know if you want that type of aggregate balancing or you just want people to be at their levels because with my experience with borderlands it it made it so you'd always if you wanted to play together with with someone you guys would have to coordinate like starting a new character and like not playing that character when one yeah. person can't play. I, so like, my yeah. person, pers- I know I might be a minority, but I personally like that. It's it, yeah. It's a it's a it's subjective whether that's good or a bad thing. But sometimes like oh I want to play, but I don't want to like fucking start over again and play right. the same beginning stuff again just because I can't play with my friend. But if I play, and now we play together, he's basically unable to contribute because he can't do any damage because the enemies are scaled to you know at least the person like they would be scaled to the higher level person or at least right. t- um tendency is towards that so if i'm level 50 and he's level 20 he's not gonna do anything and i'm gonna be killing everything right and just be dragging someone along i'm i'm curious how diablo 4 is gonna do it because i know like in the previous diablo games um the world would basically scale in difficulty based on the number of players present so each each subsequent player would up the difficulty a notch um, in terms of, I think, enemy density and damage output, right? So they'd get a little bit stronger. Um, but Diablo 4 is like an open world MMO in a sense 
where you have like a large server worth of players. The world is big enough that like I feel like you don't really run into them that much as opposed to like in the center towns where everybody kind of congregates. Um, I don't even know if maybe like the 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 game kind of I really don't know. I, I I don't know how this game works to be honest with you, but um I don't know how it's going to work with like playing with multiple characters in your party. I cuz obviously they can't just scale the difficulty for everybody in the world, but at the same time enemies do scale to your level. So I don't know how it's going to work yeah. in terms of co-op. It's yeah. I I don't I mean it, Borderlands kind of does that scales to your level and it tries to do at least maybe not an average but tries to be in the ballpark of where everybody is but it but it will tend towards keeping the higher number of the aggregate. So um it's yeah, it's a give and a take, and I, I don't, I don't imagine it probably gives you buffs or nerfs for the people that are in a party. At least I don't know if the previous games ever did. No, no, not really. Um, Diablo two, I don't think did that. Did you notice that when we were playing Diablo two together? No, not really. I mean, we had all kinds of stat buffs because you were playing a fucking paladin. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> I actually really enjoyed him. I played as a paladin for the first time. Maybe like a month or two ago. Yeah, you were, I think you were saying that. He was pretty enjoyable. Yeah, I like the pal. I like the support. I, we we go over this a lot, but I like the support characters. I personally love co op, co op games because mm-hmm. of the the coordination that needs needs to happen, at least in a well done co op game. Um, like you're gonna have your your people are gonna tend towards you know I have to take care of this. I have to take care. So like some co op game like <clears throat> some games like. Uh, like siege is co-op everybody has their like specialties but it's like not really you know yeah. it's like kind of just everybody well, has that, their... that see i think siege would be the same ballpark as payday it's a cooperative strategic effort between a team it happens to be against another team instead of an a, a wave of npcs but you have goals you have objectives yeah yeah but i mean like there are definitely certain operators that work better together in a unit than others. Right. There yeah. are some operators that are kind of just there to do their own thing. Right. And then there's other operators that work really well as a group, like um, Cap. Um, who's the sniper? Yeah. Uh, Ela. No. Well, uh, no, she's the defender. She's the defender. But uh, you can either do uh, the guy with the G, Gimli. No. Gimli. No. <laughs> but regardless, you know what I'm talking about. There's yeah. the one sniper that has an ability that um, can destroy electrified doors and traps. Right. And she works really well with operators that have the, any kind of tool that can burn through reinforced walls. Like because thermite. The, and, right. Thermite. Yeah. Um, Your yeah. guy. Ace. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, baby. <laughs> Fucking Ace, man. <clears throat> they work really well. As yes. Um, and then there's other ones that are just kind of Warden out of left field. And anyone with a smoke grenade. Yeah. Iana. Mm-hmm. Iana, mm-hmm. she's kind of her own thing, right? Uh, Caviera, I, I don't know. So I feel like like games with like class systems, like the the Warcraft, uh, the World of Warcraft games. Uh, you have Diablo, you have fan- a lot of fantasy games. Even hell, even like Battlefield. Battlefield is actually where my mind yeah. went. Yeah, like you had the people who were the support. You have the healer. You have the, uh, not the healer. Medic. The, medic. Sorry. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go to school for healing? Senyata. What war did they transition from the word healer to medic? <laughs> That's a really good question, actually. Is Zenyatta a healer or a medic? Healer. 
Yeah. Or no, well, no, Overwatch calls it support, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Overwatch sucks now, but that's a different story. Um, Overwatch can we 1. play the original Overwatch? 1.5? No, I don't think you can. What if you have the disc? Can you play like, can you play like local? Who the fuck has the disc? Well, uh, Overwatch I 2 the has disc. all the content from the first game, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I think Overwatch 1, well, yeah, but it's it's a different game though. Like they yeah. changed, just just for the sake of change, they changed things. So it's like a different game. Well, that plays out, I mean, that's a good point as well. Like doesn't the whole game play differently by the addition or subtraction of one player on yeah. each team? Yeah. That's a, and that's that's a huge dynamic. It, like sometimes making a simple change like that is is huge. Like I know um, when it comes to like when when changing difficulty, the you know there's always the oh add more player uh, add more health add more uh, this do that do, do, whatever. Um, Deep Rock Galactic does it very oh, yeah, interestingly. That is kind of cool. Yeah. So if you play it solo at any of the difficulty levels. You have like a set, um, I guess, you know, whatever. So e when you change the difficulty levels, you'll change the damage the enemy does, enemies, the uh, the bugs do, their attack speed, their projectile speed, uh, their movement speed, and um, like there's a lot that, that, like it changes like almost every like scaler or modifier. That's such a better way to do it. Like Borderlands just basically made things bullet sponges. Like it just modified health and damage. But okay. but no, Borderlands oh. would would really just modify health and damage. So that's actually really yeah. cool to learn. But when you add more players, the only thing that change well, the enemy damage changes very significantly, um, and so do the number of enemies and their resistances as well. So oh. you essentially have like a grid of. Almost like a uh, fucking uh, fuck. What's it called? Like a dot matrix, almost mm. of like with this many players at this hazard level, this is how much you're gonna have. Okay. Oh, or, like the like the genetic grid box. <laughs> like, oh, if you have blue eyes, brown eyes, blue eyes, brown eyes. Like, you get these crosses of shit. Light. What so, are those called? Yeah, I forgot what those are called. But so, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> so as you can see, the more you fuck around, the more you're gonna find God, out. That was my favorite video. <laughs> But um, but yeah. So I think like having like I know we're we're kind of going all over the place with this, but th no, there's I think so. there's so many different ways that co-op changes a game, um, for better and worse. Do you guys think? Can you think of anything that like makes a game worse because of co-op? I it's it's well it I don't know if worse is the right word. Okay, maybe but not worse. Definitely... It breaks the original intent, maybe, or the well, original that, purpose. There's so a lot of that. That's that's kind of just co-op multiplayer in essence. Not necessarily. A lot. If it's if it is designed as a co-op multiplayer game, then it usually works. But if you're trying to maintain like any kind of tonality, um, having a bunch of other players in the game particularly friends will like completely ruin that for the most part. That's why I like I want to play Diablo with you. I really do. But this world is just so dark and desolate and the atmosphere is so rich. Like I don't want to ruin that mm -hmm. by having somebody talking in my ear right. the whole time. At least the first time through. Right. You know what I mean? I can talk in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> you guys talk in my ear like all the time when I'm at work. 
Did I just listen to the podcast? Oh, while oh. Working? <laughs> I was gonna say, what am I doing in my other life? You're my sleep paralysis demon, Jack. I'm everybody's sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> Crawling up the walls like Genji. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think of that's actually a good point because so the game uh, don't starve. Um, you know, like that. Uh, it's it was, like a draw two D um, uh, survival style yeah, game, yeah. and it's really like dark and desolate and very punishing. It was designed as a single player. It was designed experience. as a single player game. So when the developer, um, I think their name is Clay, um, they they kept getting requests to make a multiplayer mode, and they were like. So they were shocked because they like they designed this game around a single player game with with no support like the whole point of it was no support so he instead of making a new mode he made a second game <laughs> called don't starve together yeah so, okay so that he had he made adjustments to different like so there's different actual like enemies or there's different there's fundamental changes yeah. that needed to be made to make that to accommodate a cooperative experience yeah um so he did it i, I don't know if that was really 100 percent necessary but i think it it shows that if you put in dedication you can make a game equally as terrifying or dark or, or so on and so forth even with multiplayer it's not as easy as just adding the ability for someone to join in. There's a lot of balancing and mechanic changes that, yeah. that would need to be accounted for when you add more people. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's a story experience, whether it's a survival experience or a, a cooperative, like, competitive situation. I I particularly enjoy games where communication is, like, key. Mm. Not just co-op for the sake of it being co-op, but having an actual need to mm-hmm. work cooperatively, not just have an extra person there for the sake of having somebody there. Um, games like like Payday. Mm. I think Payday is a great example because, yeah, it, yeah. Okay, so I I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> I have to I have to be careful here because I'm going to throw Nick and Alec under the bus, but not really. But they were doing things the other night and. I was just like losing my mind because this person was over here. This person was over here and we were like getting killed. And I was like, guys, just talk, talk, just just talk to each other. That's all we got to do. Stay together. And then somebody would be like, oh, you guys left the vault? I'm like, yes, we said we were leaving the vault. Like communicate. Come on, guys. We can can fucking do this. Yeah. And the game breaks down if there is no communication. I I really like games like that. You yeah. can't be lone wolf. You cannot. Lone no, wolf. absolutely not. The game is way too punishing for you to try to be a lone wolf. Right. There that, are specific yeah. AI. There are specific enemies in the game that will prevent you from doing stuff like that. I don't know if you've either if either of you have ever heard of a cloaker before. If you haven't heard of one, you've definitely like seen a picture of one. <laughs> there's a there's a really iconic line of the cloaker going. Search up cloaker difficulty tweak. Cloaker painting. Difficulty tweak. Yeah, okay. search up difficulty tweak. So the, the he um his whole purpose is like he he's basically Jack as an as an NPC. He's very sneaky and he like scutters around the map and hides under yeah. <laughs> under benches and in sewer grates and things. And he jumps out, and you'll hear like a little. Oh, yeah. and he hits. He he's a one hit kill. 
So he'll he'll knock you down in one hit, and somebody has to be near you in order to revive you. So you can't just be running all over the map. Because That's interesting. If you get knocked down, you have thirty seconds to get revived before you're placed into custody. So you need to stick with your teammates, otherwise you're gonna get fucked. That's uh, it. You call this resisting arrest? We call this a difficulty tweak. I love Close. it. You call this resisting arrest? We call it a difficulty tweak. Does he actually say that? He does. Oh so, so wait. That's that's kind of cringy in my opinion, but you you found I'm just straight up cringy, but not that. No, no, because, because <laughs> no, because if you know this game, you know like the style of humor is very out there. It's very on the nose, off the wall. It's I don't know the 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 Puss in Boots line just felt out of place to me. I don't. It just felt like it was trying to appeal. It, it's it, nobody says straight up in whatever fucking 1782 whenever that movie takes place <laughs> nobody said straight up you know what the internal um like development name of the cloaker is what spook is it really s-p-o-o-c he's yeah. really scary <laughs> that's so cool um games like what are some games that are less focused on strategy and more on a story experience that are co-op that you can have ex- an ex- that you know of? A way you know? out. Is that what you're getting at? No, no, just well, like, the thing like like the Halo series. Um, I guess a way out is is well, well, that, that whole game is is, is de- yeah, that whole like game is is built about around co-op. co-op, not just as an augmentation. So of can, the okay, original. so then elaborate a little bit because I guess I'm I'm a little off base. Well, like payday is not a payday is not a story game. It's not really about. It's like a story. I mean, it yeah, has not, probably a world so, and a lore and yeah. stuff. But so does Street Fighter, you know? Like, <laughs> but like a. Like what I was thinking is like the Halo games, like that when you play the single player, but you play it in like a co-op mode where there's multiplayer or a couch. Like that's still a a story experience, but you're sharing it with other people, right? Rather than like a just competitive shooting like arena or something like that. Um, well, it, I think that, that kind of brings Brian's point to the like. Any any story games that are that are designed around you know a single player playing playing the story themselves, um, once you add co op to that, it kind of breaks things. Does it detract? Like in those types of games, I, does I it think it only from it? detracts from it really the first time around. I would never recommend playing a story the first time through with other people. That's that's just me. I would okay. prefer to experience the story myself the first time through. Once I know what's going to happen, it really doesn't matter, and then I don't care. I can have fun with everybody else, so it doesn't really matter so much. But like, like Halo is is a great example. Like, it has a really rich story, rich lore, until, um, and it has a lot of emotional moments that don't hit when you're not really paying attention and you're laughing because Justin farted on the microphone like for the sixth time in one mission <laughs> just... like i placed the mic on the couch yeah. and fu- like yeah. <laughs> that was uh that was letting go but you know what i'm talking about yeah. like it just uh, it doesn't hit the same way so no farts don't hit the same way when you sit on them no <laughs> i don't know what that means i do so <laughs> Well, because, like, I think of, hmm, like, 
in Halo, in all the Halo games, when you join co-op, like when you do co-op single player or co-op multiplayer or co-op campaign, holy shit. <laughs> when you do co-op campaign, there's just a second Master Chief with you. So like, it's it's an afterthought at that point. Halo yeah. 3 actually oh, well, did it the best. Arbiter, yes. Well, there was, the first player would be Master Chief, second player would be the Arbiter, and then there was two other like no-name elites that the third and fourth player really? would take over. Yeah, there was like a red and a blue elite that the... I did not know that. You didn't didn't have four friends to play with back no, in 2008? I still don't have four friends to play with. <laughs> I, I got I got maybe two. But yes, uh, Halo 3, there was four separate playable characters in the I campaign. I did not know that. You know, I think... And then Reach, obviously, you could play as your own custom Spartan, right, which was so. awesome. But then that, that like... Re- like Halo 3 ODST and Halo Reach, they had Firefight, right? Firefight, I That's think... That's a co-op. Yeah, hundred, you know, hundred, like, horde-based, you know, like, Nazi zombies, Firefight, horde-based games like that, Left 4 Dead. Oh, yeah. No, I'm thinking I Nazi zombies. I didn't even think of that. Dead. Of, like, Call of Duty, Left 4 Dead. Um, I would never, ever play Left 4 Dead or any of the Nazi zombies by myself. I too do scary. not like doing it. It's just it. not as enjoyable. Too well, one, it's not as enjoyable, and two, too, it's a little too scary. scary. Yeah. <laughs> I... I don't enjoy it. Like, no, without zombies is scary. I agree with you. Zombies is a little too scary for me to play by myself. Like World War II zombies. But I disagree about Left 4 Dead. Because Left 4 Dead is, I think it's a little bit more comical. And also, yeah. you regardless, well, no, regardless of whether you're playing alone or with other people, you still have three AI teammates with yeah, you. Yeah, but it's not as enjoyable. Like uh, games like Left 4 Dead and yeah, Zombies I'm, should be played with other people because they're less, unless unless you prefer being by yourself. But that... If you're someone who's more sociable, it's going to be less enjoyable. Like, and that's coming from someone who I would almost always play, uh, like, the Zombies uh, games solo because I was trying to reach records and stuff like that. Mm. Like, my own records. So that's a different story. But I agree with you to an extent because all of those games where they're based around, you know, where you have those AI stand-ins, they're built for four-player co-op. Right. That is the intention, is that you're playing with four players. Mm. The AI is just a stand-in so that you can continue. If you really enjoy the gameplay and you want to keep playing when nobody else is available, it's there. That's true. You can still enjoy at least the mechanics of the game while there's nobody else there. And I think there is enough to enjoy about those games, Left 4 Dead, Payday, etc., that, you know, obviously, yeah, it's probably not going to be as much fun, but the game itself is still enjoyable to play. Halo Five does the same thing. I think to a, I think it doesn't quite work to the same extent as some of these other games. Well, that's because because they took a Halo, they took the Halo formula, which is based on. I don't want to say based on single player. It's but, based on a single Spartan. Yeah, and then they tried to force it into. They did away with couch co-op, and then also forced the campaign to be played with three AI Spartans yeah. attached to your hip. It's a little weird it is weird it's really out of left field for the halo series i'm kind of glad they did away with it but it does offer you at least an in-game excuse as to you know you have four players here's four different people for you to play as right, right. so yeah give and a take to it it seems it seems like games when when developed and designed they need they always have their core aspect like this game at its core 
is kind of designed to be played by one person or designed to be played in a, as a group with co-op people. And then games will try and make balancing changes and, and mechanics changes to accommodate doing one that doing like if it's built for multiplayer, doing it as a single player experience or vice versa. Because um, I was actually I looked up a list of just like different co-op games and two. One is uh, uh, Overcooked, Holy the Overcooked shit. series, which is oh largely like a couch co-op. But that game is one that is like built around co-op experience. And when, at least in my experience, playing it by myself and having to manage like multiple player characters with like when you actually play by yourself, you you, you Wait, manage really yeah, like you manage two, two two characters typically because all the maps are designed around at least two or more people. Holy shit! So you have you there's a button to swap between which one you're controlling, and the other one will continue whatever the last action that you're doing was. That's interesting. But it's just, I find it a much, uh, it's one a more difficult experience, and two a less enjoyable experience. Yeah, it's, I it's can't built imagine. around it's multiple people, and that's yeah. It's also like a game like that is also you're 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 supposed to be yelling at each other because of, <laughs> because well, of the it, lack of you know you need you you need to co-op. That's another game you need to strategize. And cooperate, or else it is just a yelling <laughs> match, and you may not have the relationships you do afterwards. It's not so, fucking Monopoly. It's fucking Overcooked. It needs <laughs> just as much cooperation as Payday does. I guarantee that. To play Overcooked? Yes. yes. You want to do the hard levels? You want a three-star and four-star shit? Absolutely. What's the game we played the other day that... The um, restaurant game that we played. Oh, that game. I was watching you guys play that. Um, um, that was a good one. Yeah, that's the one that Alec uh Yeah, do you showed. remember what it was called? I can't remember. Oh, my God, I can't remember. But that, yeah, that that's another cooperative, especially when we hopefully get to more difficult levels. But that that's more of like also a little bit of design because you design the layout that you're doing for the particular yeah. area. But those are games built around cooperative experience and they sort of just make change. They make accommodations that so that someone can play it by themselves. But it is not nearly what the experience should be um, when like you try that. to play it by yourself. I, I li- what I like about that game is that there is an element of pre-planning that goes into things. I, I like in cooperative mm. games when people yes. can work together as a team, not just during an encounter, but also prior to one. Figuring out who's going to go where, who's going to do what, how are we going to lay out you know, our restaurant or our traps, ideally in two separate places. <laughs> but um, I'm going to I'm sorry I'm going to mention Payday one more time there is a lot of the different heists have a pre-planning menu where before you actually begin the heist you can all see a layout of the map of whatever or a, bl- a blueprint of the, the building you're about to rob and you can go into the map and vote on different styles on like how are we going to tackle the heist what's our entrance route going to be what's our exit strategy going to be where do do we want to spend a little extra money to get some dead drops around the building like extra med bags extra ammo bags Um, Mm. all kinds of different things to help you out with the heist and you all have to vote and be on the same page before you actually start the heist I like stuff like that I do too I think that's awesome I wish more games did that I wish Siege was more like that honestly I wish they actually rather than just picking a trailer rather than just picking a spawn point like in the trailers it was cool it was like do you want to do a helicopter drop do you want to go in through the garage are we going to take an armored car and 
it's realistically not like that at all. So yeah, it's and yeah, honestly, yeah. the the sh- extremely short time frames that those rounds take place in really doesn't give you an immense amount of time to do much of any kind of planning. I right. feel like two yeah. and a half minutes is and, like nothing. And even like, and I love Siege. Don't get me wrong, but but even it's sometimes seems like it's an unnecessary aspect of the game too. Sometimes because like. Especially when you you know where all the rooms are, you know where all the spawns are, you know what the optimal you know shit to do is. There's no like randomness almost. Yeah. Um, that's why like games like like RTS games. I love RTS games because of the there's dynamic planning that goes into every single action you do, both in like a one on one scenario, one v one, but even when let's say we're playing Halo Wars one or two. Right, and we on the hardest difficulty. We like we know. Okay, we know in ten minutes we're gonna have a full like frontline army coming at us. Right, and we know. Yeah. Okay, Jack, you need to defend. Get on. Get on the energy wall. Get your cobra set up. Do this. We're gonna go around this way to whatever. Like you yeah. guys have to actively moment to moment plan. And because there's short term and long term strategize. Huh. There, yeah, there's short term and long term consequences to your actions as you do each action, and you have to. You have to think about right. that. Working yeah. cooperatively, cooperatively in Halo Wars is actually the coolest fucking thing ever. It is when you can maneuver. Can when you can each maneuver your armies in a strategic way that actually works, it feels so good. Yeah. It feels so fucking good. I need to. I want to start playing Company of Heroes two again. Now those were you know because the real like in depth RTS games like I've only ever played like a few of them, but uh uh. Uh, fuck. Company of Heroes. Yeah, the uh, the, I lost my train of thought. Fuck. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Do you want to pick it back up after this ad break? It's probably just a regular break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right, back yeah. after lunch. Well, uh, I think we're gonna go look for a window. <laughs> okay. Smell you guys soon. We'll be right back. We are live. So we're just going to control Z, that last thought. Um, Lost the time. Yeah. It's just like... Uh, 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 um, just like this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Justin, your turn. Okay. I have a game that <laughs> I have been playing... I do. I do. That I have been playing recently um, with some people that I think works... Just as well in a single player. Why are you fucking laughing? <laughs> I don't know. Like you said, two words. Pause. Two I was words. Laughing. Pause. I was laughing. Two words. Pause. I, I was laughing because he was like with some people cooperatively <laughs> with uh, Ryan, actually Justina too. Like okay. playing. It. So what's the game? Snowrunner. Oh yes. <laughs> Wait, that's co-op. St- yeah, the 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 truck game. <laughs> yeah. Snowrunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play with people. How you? You just set control... up a multiplayer. Yeah, you all control the same truck. No, you're all in different trucks. What's the, so what? So okay, what's the objective of SnowRunner? So the objective of SnowRunner is similar to the objective of Lord of the Rings Gollum, where you fetch stuff. Are you a slave? Uh, to to capitalism. Capitalism, yeah. To the rhythm. No, it's a, not the same thing. It was originally 
released well the first iteration of it was called spin tires and it was like a tech demo of like terrain deformation and realistic like tire and vehicle physics for off-roading like uh, for an off-road environment and then it was and then that was released as a full game then they released an improved version called mud runner and then a couple of years ago, they released this version, which has kind of been the final, which has more variety in terrain called SnowRunner, which has snow and mud and grass and all different rocky stuff. I'm and... sensing a pattern here. Yeah. What's that pattern? Continue. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but it's an it's off-road trucking game. So kind of like a... Uh, and you would fetch materials. You do quests throughout the map to unlock parts of the map, like oh, a bridge is a bridge is down, um, and uh, you know you have to fetch materials so that you can like build the bridge, and then you can get across to access new parts of the map. But it's 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 a trucking game. Like if you like off roading and crawling, and like it's more of a strategic kind of race, uh, a strategic kind of car game versus something like Forza, which is also like a multi uh, co op kind of game too, in a sense. But- um, this is I'm looking at I'm just watching like a, a a quick video. This is this is not for everyone. This is weird. But like so the so the part of it is every truck when so you may get stuck in parts of terrain that like you legitimately can't get out of and you'd have to like reset to the nearest garage. One? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that one. If uh, reset to the nearest garage, your every truck has a tow hitch and you can choose to anchor it to like a random point that's within a radius. So like oh there's a tree. I can just like Anchor it to that, and I can hope I can try and like pull my truck out. And you can use that. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> when focusing on the main objective, SnowRunner is about ninety-three hours in length. If you were, you're likely to spend around a hundred and ninety-nine hours to obtain a hundred percent completion. Yeah, it takes what time. The fuck. That sounds. Time. That sounds. It's fun. I mean, I enjoy it. No, that's good. <laughs> I mean, but like, what the fuck? It's on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. Uh. And you can use the tools that game gives you adequately to get yourself out of situations and to you can you can do everything independently on your own and it works just as it works well. But when you introduce multiplayer and people can be driving their own vehicles within the same map, you can divvy up objectives like, okay, you can go to the lumberyard and get these materials and I can go to this map, uh, this uh, area of the map and get those materials that we need because they're in two different locations and then we can meet up and you can speed up objective completion you can also, if somebody tips over and they can't get their truck back up, then somebody can else can come laugh. along, tow hitch, and like yank them to pull them back up or pull them out of a, a deep bog or something like that. So you can cooperatively work together to help each other achieve stuff faster and better without having to reset or without having to try and like spend 10 minutes getting yourself out of something stuck. So I think it, it's a game that's not for everybody, but I think works just as well single player because of the mechanics it gives you. But works just as well if not even a little better in multiplayer because of the cooperative nature that you can help each other with those given mechanics. If they tip over, can you point at them and laugh? They're not cows. Can you point at the truck and laugh at them? It's yeah. a yes or no question. Yeah. Oh, you can. Yeah. You can you can beep the horn and it goes <laughs> Ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. You actually Best see game. the sound wave emanate out of <laughs> Best game. Out of the, out of that's the truck. actually amazing. <laughs> and you see the guy in the cockpit just go like, "Why aren't trucks the?" You know, that's a train. No, no so, I mean, some trucks do that. I've never seen a train. Style. I've never seen a, a, a 
Usually they'll have the, like extra large, like a like chain the horn kind of thing. Yeah, but it used to be so like because the the symbol for when when like if you were driving down the highway back back before our time at least, the symbol to have them honk their horn was that because their horn was up here. <laughs> yeah, you know the the blam blam. I'm new every day. Yeah, but that's a game I think works well in both scenarios. Learning well, every day the backrooms. I like way. that, but it is a niche game. It's not yeah. for everybody. It is like. If you like cars, but you like a more strategic variant of controlling a car rather than like high speed reaction, um, That's because you have to sort of yeah. plan your route and oh, when do I need to like lock my differential or change driving modes while I'm going through stuff? And you know, I could get stuck permanently, so I have to I have to really plan like how I'm going to approach this section of terrain and stuff. It's it's a slower game again, not for everybody, but works well in both scenarios. I I, I have fun doing both single player and multiplayer. Sounds very similar to Death Stranding. Yes, you use the baby's umbilical cord as like a tether to pull you out of uh, deep terrain. So what you're saying is that I just had to visualize that. <laughs> I almost said Snowpiercer. <laughs> Snowrunner <laughs> is the first strand type game. The first second uh, strand type game. The first spinny type game. Wait, when did it come out? Snowrunner came out yeah three years ago. So right right around cold. And when did Death Stranding come out? I don't know actually. Google Wait. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, when, when did... Uh, Ask Jeeves. 2019. <laughs> yeah. When did the other come out? <laughs> 20, 2019. Wait. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. It's been that long already? And it's been lost to time already? Yeah. What is this? When did Death Stranding come out? Are you actually on Ask Jeeves? I think. I don't... I think this is a fake Ask Jeeves. It just took you to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> He, he he did ask Jeeves, and it took him to a Google search list, and the first result was a Wikipedia article. Thank you, Jeeves. <laughs> Thanks, Jeeves. So, oh, what a world we live in. So, I guess that's actually fascinating to see the the cooperative nature of a game changes the actual gameplay, essentially. Yeah, kind of. Well, it changes your, your approach to yeah. the objective. And without actually changing any of the mechanics. I can't think of many games where it's going to where the that happens from co-op to between co-op and single. Obviously you're going to have different more tools or more mm -hmm. avenues or but you're not going to actually actively have like new ways to So I, I I will say that there's one aspect of like uh, of that game that kind of helps um when you don't have someone else to help you. Say you tip your truck over like oh fuck i can't get it back up now there's no one to pull me out you can as a driver like essentially teleport back to the garage bring out a different vehicle if you have one and drive over to where that is and then pull your vehicle out put that back in the garage and go into that one so you uh, kind of have the ability to control multiple vehicles albeit it takes longer but all the mechanics are the same and they work the same whether you're doing it by yourself or doing it in multiplayer okay um, uh, and you know what i i take back my statement too because like <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna cool take game. that. Actually, I take it back. No, Shit game. no, 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 no. The statement of like, oh, I don't know many games that I feel like I don't know. Fuck it, ignore me. I'm gonna control Z that thought too. Wow, games, games are crazy. Games are wacky. You know what's you know what's a very unique way of doing co-op? What the Soulsborne games? That is a. I was thinking about fucking. Dumbass way of doing co-op. Well, no, it's it's because it's a game that's intentionally designed to be single player, 
and the co-op is only there to help people who are stuck. I did not know this when I first got Dark Souls 3, and I bought it with the intent to play it with someone. And then I found out... It doesn't quite work that way. It doesn't quite work that way. I was like, fucking what the hell? You don't just pop into the world and you just play through the game. It's like, it's it's, uh, relegated to specific sections that Mm -hmm. you summon someone and they can help you with that region or boss or section of the map. Right. Um... It, and it, it is. I don't know other games that do it that way. At least before. I guess it's a way to have multiplayer without infringing on their very core single-player sort of right. game experience. But, because else, the, elsewise, they they would have to change how, fundamentally. I think how the game works if you oh, could absolutely. just continue with someone throughout the whole world. Because balancing changes yep. and 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 just different approaches, it it changes how the whole game works that's why multiplayer doing co-op multiplayer is hot like can be hard because it's like you have to design around it it's not something you can or you really shouldn't just tack Pop on in, it yeah. doesn't work it doesn't work like way so what what are some of like the other than like snow runner maybe obviously games like uh it takes two uh no way out those are designed for co-op games other other like we talked about uh overcooked we talked about like i'm trying to think of like some mainstream games that only work as co-op or primarily work. for only I'd say essentially only work as co-op the smash count no, no. <laughs> I would not count smash dead by daylight can you have AI play like um, so. the main villain or the, the monster I don't think in so dead by daylight so you have to have someone you have to have somebody you have to have somebody playing competitively but at the same time, the game doesn't really work if there's only one victim. You know what I mean? If yeah, there's only one true. person for the killer to come after, after the, the that person doesn't have a way to fight back. It's it's just a matter of time before he gets caught. The way you actually win in that game is to spread out and distract him long enough for you to complete different objectives. Right. So it kind of really doesn't work unless you have more than one player. Yeah. I don't even know if you can load up a game with just one. Probably not. I'm really not sure. Like something I'm thinking of. So that so hmm, evolve. Remember that? I just was about to say that. Like because yeah. you could do a single hunter and the monster. For those who don't know, evolve it was a like a Xbox One day one release game that I loved, but it, it, it was not the greatest uh, because of like the lack of content in it. But, but I think that the core of the game was oh, was phenomenal. was enjoyable. I never actually played evolve. It's fun. We should play it. We should not. I don't even think it's supposed to be still active. Anymore. Yeah, yeah I, was gonna say, I, I thought the service got we'll shut see. down. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, um, I'll turn it back on. <laughs> fuck it. I'll write him a nice letter. I turned and... on the internet before, so you should be able to turn on the rest of it. Ashes. <laughs> How do I turn on Evolve? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know you can load up with one monster and the monster being AI and just one hunter, but like. It's not what the experience it's is intended to be. It's not what it's meant to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I know what's going to be fascinating is Outlast is a single-player game. Yeah. Yes. But the Outlast Trials is going to be a multiplayer co-op horror game. How will that work? Right? That's like, what he just said. That's he exactly my know. fucking point. I like, know. I'm curious I'm to see curious how... Too. What are you even doing here? I'm sorry that I can't also be curious. <laughs> But I get it. Kind of runs into that that 
almost not the conflict, but that question that the Don't Starve developer was like, hey, I, in order to make this a multiplayer game, I need to completely cha- make a new game. I need to completely change the mechanics or not, not the mechanics, but like the whole environment and the whole way that you interact with different elements needs to be adjusted. Um, well, that reminds me of Don't Starve Together. Same idea. That's is that what you just said? Yes, I think we're. Hear. I think our ears aren't working. I think our brains just aren't processing like <laughs> stuff right now. I just <laughs> gave you shit for that. You fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man! I'm so sorry. But wow. what about? Is Destiny a call game? It's really fuck hot. Destiny. <laughs> Destiny is a fucking game. Um, Destiny doesn't deserve to be on this podcast. <laughs> you know, one thing I wish we could have talked about, but I don't think any of us really played it, was the Destiny raids. Those I were, played those a lot. Those were not the Destiny raids. I'm sorry, the the, the division raids. So those were designed as eight player co op. Right, yes, raids, and those were the only things that were more than like four. Right, you could only have four. Yeah. Yeah. So I, from my understanding, you were broken into two groups of four, and you each tackled different objectives, and then met up for the finale. That's pretty cool. I never got I never to play them the because we didn't have like a big enough group to do yeah. it with. So, I mean, the last time I was playing Division, none of you wanted to play it with me. Uh, I was on like a few months stint, and nobody was playing it with me. When? This was last year sometime. I was tainted by the first game experience because I got it after you guys did, and then... That's fair. I was try. I was... It was attempted to, like, boost me up in level by yeah. just running me through the game, and I wasn't having a fun time. I know. I think Division 2 is better... Oh, in a, in a lot of different ways, I think it's just a better new player experience. I think it's a better, it's just an overall better experience because there's less bullet spongy enemies in that game. I feel yeah. like that it's was more, much like more of a problem in the first game and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, so honestly, I feel like taking somebody new through that game is much more of an enjoyable experience because there's more things that a lower level person can go up against and not feel completely helpless towards. Yeah, that's true. What game are you talking about? <laughs> Such a fucking cockass. <laughs> I hope that was a joke this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. I know the game. Yeah, 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 I know. You know, you know me. What was the game again? Yeah, you know me. No, no, like actually. <laughs> it was Division. Okay, Division, okay, I want to make sure. Because I just started thinking about another game. Tim Clancy. At the same time. Okay. Tom Cl- Is Tom Clancy's not alive, right? Right. He's gone. <laughs> he makes the games himself. No, see, they're all based on like his books. Right? His books, yeah. But at this point, they're not fucking based on his books. They're just, just using name. his name. Yeah. yeah, fucking Ubisoft, man. But um, multiplayer is hard to do. It is. So, are there any games that you wish were multiplayer but aren't? Mm. Yes, I have to think of one. Okay. I yeah. Do you have one? Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Honestly, I don't know how that would work. I don't know either, but I want it. I could see with that, I could see certain game modes or regions that may be like multiplayer-esque or that are have have an experience designed around multiple people contributing to like a puzzle or an area. But even even in even in the the regular single player game, there's really no instances where you have even NPCs like really helping you to fight or solve stuff for That's the most true. part. At least I can't think of any. So the whole game is you as a sole individual solving and doing pretty much 
everything. So it would it would fundamentally change the game. Um, I don't know for better or worse, but I, I would like to share that experience with someone. Yeah, I just I have no idea how that would work. That's that's very true. I mean, that kind of it's tough to imagine. I don't know, man. I could think of maybe um, some type of trials that you could do with people, you know, like fighting or or, or puzzle trials, like st- set pieces designed for multiple people to be doing stuff. And that really only works when you have a, like maybe at least one other person. Right. Um, you know, I would think like Tears of the Kingdom, maybe some sort of like, I, you know, what, like kind of like you're saying trials. Um, like I think of like, oh, they, they make like a, a fort or a fortress that you and another Link have to um, take down and get to the final boss, whatever it could be. I don't know. That would be really cool. What's another game? You have something? But I do. Yeah. yeah go. I wish, I remember always wishing Skyrim had multiplayer. Some kind of cooperative multiplayer. Didn't Elder Scrolls Online become a thing? Yes, it did. But I. that's I a very played, so. different kind of game. It's, okay. it's an, an, Elder Scrolls Online is an MMO. And it plays very, very differently than the Skyrim games do. Uh, it's just um, set in the same like world. Exactly, kinda. exactly. It's set as I think it's a prequel to all the other Elder Scrolls games. But I would have loved to just play uh, a fantasy adventure game with like three or four other people, all just swinging swords. Elder Scrolls Online. He, I just. It's, this oh, is like the yeah, you f- third fucking time. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, that that's my this is great. That one is my, that one is my fault. No, this is awesome. We all we're all guilty. <laughs> this is the it's so odd. It's yeah. <laughs> fucking kill myself. Um, oh, what the hell was I saying? <laughs> you were saying you wish um Skyrim, I believe, had or yeah, one of the Elder no. Scrolls games had because that game is so cool and it's such a, like a choose your own adventure type of game. That would be so cool to go into something like that and have maybe one person be the fighter, one person be the the rogue, one person wanted to go study uh, martial arts, the other person wanted to study magic, and you could all just go on quests together. Mm. And as far as I know, there's not really any other kind of game like that out there. Which... Destiny. <laughs> Destiny. Destin. Fable. Is that multiplayer? It can uh it can be. But it's like it's like a weird multiplayer. Yeah. What does that mean? Never mind. I never played the game, so like I don't I, I would like to try that out, but I don't know. Fable? Yeah. Fable's yeah. a good game. It's a very unique game. No, it is a good game. It's yeah. just very different from Skyrim. That's true. You know, so it's I don't know. Like you've played Fallout. Yeah. Does Fallout have multiplayer? Fallout doesn't have multiplayer well, no, either. No, but, there, but Fallout there's Fallout 76, 76 that was okay. centrally so, so, designed so around. So Fallout 76, what about Fallout 76? A, Fallout 76 <laughs> would have been a closer example as to something that I'd be looking for yeah. if it, one, fucking worked, and two, I've heard it's was more a of lot, a fantasy game as opposed to... I've heard it's gotten a lot better now. Like, the actual game experience, other than, like, any of the, like, microtransaction-y stuff, it's... it's serviceable and it works well like i was really excited for the dungeons and dragons game and uh of course yeah that, it became a sh- it was that terrible. came out terribly i don't know how it's doing now i don't i don't know um but i love that that's one of my favorite settings for video games really like fantasy fantasy oh my god yeah no diablo yeah no I skyrim can, yeah 
uh, Lord of the Rings, like Shadow mm. of War was fantastic. Shadow, yeah, Shadow What's of War. Spider-Man? I loved by a man. No, no, does that work? Can you make that into multiplayer? Can there be multiple Spider-Mans? And would that work? So honestly, I mean, it, it, it fucking could, the way they've done the story and the way that Spider-Man 2 seems to be set up. Like, you're going to be playing as Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Like, you're going to switch back and forth between them. Oh, like GTA 5 So style? I don't see why you couldn't have... Like an open world Spider-Man game where one person plays Peter Parker, one person plays one person, <laughs> one person, one person plays, plays Peter Parker. That was a hard fucking sentence. One person plays <laughs> think... Peter Parker. One person plays Miles Morales. Peter Parker. <laughs> Potter. No, Peter Parker, the lizard guy. Could you play God of War multiplayer or co-op? No. Could that work? None at all? of the like single player like. No, yeah, no. Because there'd be no camera cuts. How does that work? No. Just no. It doesn't work. The, this period. Conversation over. Okay. Fucking moron. <laughs> but I, actually... Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, because now I'm thinking... Now I'm actually being open-minded. Um, yeah, one person playing as Atreus. One person playing as, as Kratos. So does that mean when... When, like... When you play, because in the game at some point you do actually play, you know, Atreus. Right. Yeah, but I'm. So would uh, one person play the dwarf dude, <laughs> like, where he just like chucks rocks and shit? Yeah. <laughs> Ar- Arkham Knight would have been great as a co-op game. I feel like, and there are actual segments of the game where you do control two different characters and you do tag team takedowns, where you you have like Batman and Robin in the same room or Batman and Nightwing. So they have that built into the game, and obviously we were all hoping that Gotham Knights was going to be a co-op Arkham game, and it plays very differently, and it's a, it was a little bit underwhelming. I enjoyed some aspects of it. I thought it was still a fun time, but it definitely was not as cleanly polished as the Arkham games were. You could definitely tell that. But Knights was centrally designed around like playing with other people, right? Like, Knights, or... yeah. Well, so Knights we thought was going to be a four-player co-op Batman game. It was not. It was a two-player co-op game with four playable characters. <laughs> so, okay. so like it's kind of that was kind of a kick in the uh, in the gut right there. But honestly, just. The lack of enemy variety and the blandness of the open world, it just didn't hit the right way. I don't yeah. know. It, it was just a very underwhelming game, I felt like. What yeah. about... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's like... Anytime I'm playing a game that's like single player, sometimes... Well, like I wish not, I could yeah, be I, with someone. I wish, I wish we do could this do, with do this with someone. Like this, sometimes it's it's enjoyable to have an experience of of like 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 Tears of the Kingdom. I want to build something in that game with someone, right? Just I, conceptually, it's cool to yeah, share that. Yeah. Sometimes I feel the opposite. Sometimes I feel the complete opposite. Like sometimes I wish I could play GTA Heists without having to get four other fucking people to do them. Kind with of me. defeats the purpose. It does, like and it does. The planning doesn't. and the it, so here's the thing and the strategy. There's no real planning in GTA. Heist. Okay, well, GTA, they're all okay, fine. they're all pretty much scripted and set in stone. So that's why I don't like GTA. Well, here's the thing: we have GTA on one side and we have Payday on the other. What I like about both of those two games is 
GTA has a little bit more scripted heists, not as much freedom in what you're doing, but the freedom of what you can spend that money on is like endless. Payday, you have these super high detailed heists with all kinds of different pathways that you can take. It's very intricate, but it is basically what you were saying, where it's like that dopamine cycle of like doing something to get more money to do the same thing, to get more money to do the same thing, where it's like you're just getting money to spend on more heists and more equipment to do more heists. There's there's nothing else to spend money on, so. Yeah. You know, I wish there was like a little combination of the two. That'd be fun. One little uh, nostalgia trip. You know, it's a what was a good co-op experience? What the Lego Star Wars games? So I was th- <laughs> so earlier, or really a lot of the Lego games. Earlier in the episode, I was thinking of like actually the, I'm a liar. Go ahead. The Continue. the Lego games I think did co-op kind of kind of interesting. They you know you had to um you could like explore the the level or the room or everything separately. And it would be split screen, even in non split, like, even on non couch co op. Yeah, right. So, I I always found that very very fascinating. It works well. I mean, yeah. I I I I loved it. And you you would you would have if you didn't play with people, you'd still have some of like the following NPCs uh, with you. Right. So like it's, it it doesn't it didn't change fundamentally kind of how the game worked, but it was it was incredibly fun with other people. Yes. I'd like to retract something because yes. I realized I misspoke. I'm a fucking liar. Um, I realized that the newer heists in the GTA series, um, both the Cayo Perico heist and the casino, Golden, not the Golden Grand, whatever, the Diamond Casino, um, were actually, did have a lot of elements of pre-planning. I completely forgot about that. So there were different avenues that you could work with your team to complete the heist in different manners and that is something that ryan and i grinded the fuck out of probably made like half of our wealth just grinding the diamond heist (laughs) over and over and over again and and it was so much fun and the kyle perico was one that you could actually do single player Hmm. so i i really i completely forgot about those but i i just wanted to i knew if i listened back to this episode i'd think about it and it would bother me so i feel that you're welcome future me well, any any other co-op experiences or things that you wish were co-op or that you wish weren't or that did work well, didn't work well? Any, well, I guess let's flip the question on the head. Any co-op games that you wish were only single player? That's an interesting question. Yeah. I don't I don't know that many games that are like only single player. I mean, only, only co-op. I don't know that many work either. Co-op? But I wish I could play like Tetris co-op. You, you can. Is it, that's the, they do have Tetris. Tetris ninety nine. I yeah. take it back. I'm sorry. Tetris ninety nine was in, was weird. It it's was literally of, it was a battle royale Tetris yeah. game. It's not quite co op, but it is oh, multiplayer. That one, yeah. Yes, it is multiplayer. Tetris World, I think, also had two player co op. Pac Man. That was Pac Man co op. Weird fucking game. What is? Oh, Pac Man World. New Super Mario Bros. You and we. I wish I could play Smash Brothers co-op. I mean, co- what? What do you mean, like, like multiplayer? Wait, Smash Brothers. Yeah. What do you mean by co-op? I like, wish I could play it like with other people. That'd be cool. What? I can only play with like other computers. Like I can only play with AI. Wait, you can play Smash Brothers with other people. Brian, that's fucking wild. You're really leaning. Really leaning. <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> Wild. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
I feel like Outer Wilds could be good. Outer Wilds? Wait, there's a game called Outer Wilds? Fuck off, Brian. <laughs> oh, how would that... Would you, that have been a good co-op just, game? You're just exploring together. Or would that have taken away from the desolate nature of that game? I think mechanically it might work, but that is part of the experience is like your the, the sort of lonesomeness of mm. the game. Not like you're lonely, but just the out experiencing the, vast. the vastness, yeah, by yourself of like just just nothing. Like you're just you're exploring, you're drifting through space. You know when you're going between planets, it's just I am myself in a ship, like existential. Drifting. Yeah, uh, it's almost me. It's and... part of the peel. The, the uh, yeah, the allure of of that game. I think I, I I kind of enjoy that. Right, just drifting around and just exploring stuff. It really by wouldn't myself. work if I had Justin in the back of a spaceship going. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually thought of another one that. The single player experience is exclusively just one person, and the multiplayer or co op is a completely differently designed, like, set of stuff. And Portal, Portal 2, mm. like, Portal 2, you have the single player experience right. that cannot be played with anyone else, just you. And then you have all of the co op levels that are canonically also you play different characters, but are different sets of cha- test chambers that are designed differently to accommodate multiple people, like two right. people solving that. Because cool. it fundamentally doesn't work if you do it with two people in the original. It only will work with one person. So it had to you had to design a whole other set of the game. Oh, my God. Set pieces. How have we not mentioned Portal 2 by now? We, we didn't. Up until I just did right now. What? Are you, Brian, you did not fu- just say that. You did you, not just say Portal 2. I'm like losing are my... You, are you serious right now? I'm Is there like a gas leak my... in here? No, I literally just went for like three minutes talking about Portal 2. Where were you? losing my are you, fucking wait, mind you're, right you're being now. serious? I was being serious. I'm losing my fucking mind right now. All right, I was like thinking in my head. I was like, I was trying to think of other <laughs> multiplayer games. And then you heard oh, Portal, you but didn't hear it from my mouth. No, I heard you say... Games where the puzzles are different to, to accommodate a second person. Brian, end and the I show thought, right now. That sounds kind of like Portal. <laughs> I think we need to end the show ASAP. Whoa, okay. Yeah, that, for, our own, for our own health. Oh I need to go find that gas oh leak. Thank you all for listening. It, <laughs> I don't know if people made it this fucking far <laughs> on this episode. So I almost didn't make Thank it this far. Listening. Uh, we hope to see you in the oh. next one, for the love of God. Please make it to the next one, and uh, and you know this was a good talk. <laughs> really Th- thanks hot. for joining. All right, I'm gonna go find the guest. <laughs> Bye. <league>. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Portal Two is a pretty good. Was game, that though. was that genuine? <laughs> what the yeah, fuck? Was. What the actual?